0: Good morning, Bo Tov. Welcome to 10 Minutes of Announcements. I mean 10 Minutes of Meaning. M'silas Yusharim, please help yourself to coffee and donuts. And always in tremendous gratitude to our series sponsor, who sponsored anonymously Zeicher Nishmas, Alter Shlomo Ben Pinchas. We are on the 23rd chapter of M'silas Yusharim, the Ramchal has been teaching us the virtue, the value of living a life of humility, the significance, the importance, what a core and central value it is to always be aware and mindful to never swell with arrogance, to not follow our ego, but to always understand who we are and what our place is, and for that to be reflected in our demeanor, in our posture, in our speech, in our thought, in our behavior. The key word in this parak in parak of Gimel, that we've seen over and over again is the word Yisbonin. The Ramchal has been emphasizing over and over again that the secret and the answer to living a life of humility, to not falling prey, to the temptation of ego or arrogance, is to be misboning, is to be mindful and thoughtful and contemplative. Too many of us are caught up in the momentum of life. We're on the hamster wheel of life. We wake up in the morning and we just want to get to the end of the day. And we don't have the ability to think, to think, to be contemplative, to consider, to evaluate, to reflect. When we do those things, it will ground us. We do those things, they are our compass. And when we fail to do those things, then we get lost. So the Ramchal tells us over and over again, a person has to be contemplative and be thoughtful. And when a person realizes how frail, how finite, how many failures that we have, when a person thinks about how human we are and subject to human foibles, subject to human needs, then how could you ever swell with arrogance? How could you swear with arrogance? So not only in the last paragraph did he talk about how vulnerable, how susceptible, how fragile we are. A simple cold could derail you in all your plans. You could be driving, stuck in traffic, and a human need to go to the bathroom will make you panic. There are countless examples where we confront our mortality, our humanity, and in those moments we realize we're not in charge, we're not in control, Who are we to ever get arrogant or overly proud about anything? But similarly, when we also consider our obligation to Hashem, and how neglectful we are, and how lax we are in our observance of what Hashem expects from us. We're going to get proud, we're going to be arrogant, we're going to be driven by our ego when we realize how imperfect we are in Torah and mitzvahs, how much we struggle, all the areas that we're supposed to safeguard ourselves, how absolutely vulnerable we are. If a person really looks back at their day every day and says, how many mistakes did I make? How many temptations did I give into? How many impulses did I follow? How many times did I fail to have kavana on a bracha, to be mindful in my tefillah? I gossiped or spoke La I neglected the chance for chesed. So lo yizga, how could you be proud? How could you be arrogant? When we consider and confront how far we fall or how short we come, we're shamed and embarrassed. So a person who feels a healthy, not a debilitating shame, but the person who feels the healthy sense of shame is not going to swell with arrogance. So, what's the key word? Kishi is boning. Kishi is boning. Over again, the next paragraph. In other words, if you never think about these things, all you think about how much money I make, how much followers I have, how successful I am, how much I've achieved or accomplished, how handsome or athletic or artistic. If a person only focuses on their accomplishments, their achievements, their good, then they're going to fall prey to the temptation of arrogance. But when you make the space and when you spend the time to reflect regularly and say, you know, I'm very imperfect. I'm imperfect in my Torah and mitzvos. I'm imperfect in my relationship with Hashem. And I'm imperfect. I am vulnerable and fragile as a human being. I can't control the universe around me. I can't even control my own natural instincts and needs. And I'm often in a state of panic over them. Mizbonin, just contemplate, reflect, interrupt the day, and consider these things, and you'll realize there is no room to be arrogant about anything. Above all else, says the Ramchal, constantly engage in contemplation to apprehend the weakness of the human mind. That we more often make mistakes than we're right. Every time you're trying to say something, I don't know, maybe it's a function of age, but every time you try to say something and you're like, what? what's his name again? Where's that place again? When did that happen again? What? Just pause and say, I can't even remember the person's name or the place or the date or the thing, all that happened yesterday. I can't even remember. So what am I going to get? Arrogant and proud? Think I'm entitled to understand the universe? Think I can control the environment around me? I can't even remember a name, or a date, or an event. So just when we think about, when we think about how imperfect we are, how temporary and temporal we are, we understand the taos, the mistakes that we make. Also a very important phrase that Ramchal here is invoking. Yira, tamid. Be very mindful. Be very afraid of the sakana. What's a sakana? A danger. What's the danger? What danger is the Ramchal talking about? The danger of? The danger of arrogance. It's dangerous. Arrogance? Overconfidence? I've quoted many times the Nobel Prize winning economist, Professor Kahneman, when asked what, is, what was one thing he could change in the world if he could, his answer was overconfidence. Overconfidence has led to wars, nuclear disasters, breakdowns, catastrophes, overconfidence. He would eliminate overconfidence. How could a person be overconfident about anything when you just consider the danger? Overconfidence destroys relationships. Overconfidence stunts careers. Overconfidence causes terrible mistakes, irreparable damage. Overconfidence alienates and distances Overconfidence is incredibly dangerous, and the Ramchal is using that term Yira Tumid. Be afraid, Me'a It is an enormous danger. Pen So, how do you offset? What's the antidote to this danger that you should fear? This risk, this sakana <coughs> of overconfidence. Always learn from everyone. The answer is, if you enter every situation and every conversation and every interaction, you say, there's something for me to learn. There's some wisdom here from this place, from this experience, from this visit, from this conversation. What can I glean? What can I learn? How can I be humbled? How can I be humbled by the interaction with this person? Maybe they're not as old. Maybe they're not as mature. Maybe they're not as smart. Maybe they're not as rich. Maybe they're not as accomplished. But there is a way in which there is something to learn from everyone. And if we go in with the attitude, what can I extract? What can I learn? What can I take away from this place, this person, this experience, this event, from this visit? Then you will be humbled. And that's why our rabbi said, "Who is really the wise person?" When you learn from everyone, Pasuk in says, "One who takes advice is wise." Chazal told us, "Mar you know you have those people, they're so arrogant, they never need advice from anyone. They have all the answers. They dominate every conversation. They think they have a monopoly on the truth. They're never interested in advice. The truly smartest people are the ones There's so many smart people who have such life experience, who've already made the mistakes that you can learn from. Why not learn from them? The more you seek advice and counsel, the more you're able to humble and go to others and learn, the more wisdom that you have. You get an education that other people paid for, that other people spent the time on, that other people made the mistakes. The problem is, it takes humility. It takes humility to go to people and say, talk to me, I want to learn. Can I ask you some questions? Can you tell me how you built your business, how you built your platform, how you found balance, how you raised your children, how you have with the marriage that seems at least on the outside you have. Teach me, talk to me, share with me. But there's so many people who don't want to do that. Because what do you mean? I should share with him. I'm gonna learn from him. He should learn from me. I have what to teach him. But it's such a mistake. We're, we're only doing a disservice to ourselves. <speaking in Hebrew> The more we seek wisdom, counsel, advice, the more we ask, the more we expose ourselves, the more that we learn. We'll pick up next time, Mafside HaMid Azos. What gets in the way of this humility, this core central character trait? We'll pick up with next time. I'm with Amuna 845 tonight behind the Bima from Camp Hask, where I was this past Shabbos. We recorded a live before an audience, Shabbos, the camp director, staff, counselors, and uh, alumni. Great, great conversations. That is tonight, 9 o'clock. Till next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay holy.